You're listening to Inspiration Noble County, a podcast dedicated to restoring and building up our community. At the end of today's podcast, we will provide valuable contact and resource information. For now, grab a cup of coffee, tea, or your favorite beverage and join our host, Banner Kid, for today's episode of Inspiration Noble County. Now, hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome uh, today's guest, Pastor Dan Cosentino. Glad to have you with us. Pastor, how are you doing today? Hey, it's good to be here. And thanks for pronouncing my name right there, Ben. I appreciate that. It's Cosentino. <laughs> yeah, well, I listened to you. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so easy to get names mis- mispronounced. And I usually like to listen to the person who carries the name, and then I'll get the right pronunciation generally. <laughs> so, well, good. Hey, uh, man, I'm so glad you're here, and I've gotten to know you over the past few months and and the things that you're doing here in town and and know a little bit about you and uh, I know there are people who do know about you particularly at uh, at your church at Legacy but uh, other people may not know a whole lot about you so how about a quick nickel tour of who is Pastor Dan and and you know everything that comes with that. Well, sure. Hey, Banner, thanks so much for having me here. And I just, before we get started, I want to say uh, I love Inspiration Ministries. I love what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate you and your heart. And thanks for being in our community for the good of our community. So once again, my name is Dan Cosentino and uh, married to a beautiful gal named Kim. We have mm-hmm. three kids. So Karis is seven. She goes to Wayne Center Elementary School. Uh, Callie is two. And then we have our son, Colton, who's four months old. And he just started sleeping through the night here recently, which is, <laughs> which is a huge blessing. Yeah, indeed. And so I have the privilege to be the pastor of Legacy Church in Kendallville. Mm-hmm. And that's been a great ride. So we've been in existence for almost seven years. We were portable at the YMCA. And then we merged with Harvest Community Church, which is a block south of us. Mm-hmm. So we went through a merger and building renovations, and we've been there uh, a little over one year in that building. And so it's been fantastic. And uh, I just have the privilege of being part uh, of a church that, that that loves me as their pastor, that has a, a great blend of people, and is just trying to lift high the name of Jesus. And it's been a good process. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, uh, Pastor, uh, sometimes I've been in leadership in churches for a long time, and and uh, at times, uh, people can get the wrong impression. They, uh, I, be- I believe they begin to look at maybe uh, it's, the, it's the leadership and it's us kind of mentality. But the reality is we're all just people, right? And uh, so at the end of the day, uh, you know, people don't understand the things that we struggle with. You struggle with things just like everybody else, don't you? Yeah, I've got a T-shirt that says pastors are people, too. (laughs) Amen. I have the same struggles and the same, you know, difficulties and Mm -hmm. and, and all those things. That's one of the nice things of being a part when we're a church plant. We don't have some of that baggage or past Mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to forge that. And so if, if you just make good communication paths with people Mm -hmm. and you're open and vulnerable with people too that helps so one of the things that i try to do as a pastor uh, when i'm on stage and i'm sharing like personal life experiences i'll share like about 50% of the time, it'll be a story uh-huh. in which maybe I'm doing well at something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, this is how God's working my life and I'm moving forward. The other 50% of the illustrations I use are things that I'm struggling with too. Right. right? So people can relate to that. And so uh, people will, they're impressed by your strengths, but they connect to you through your weaknesses. Amen. Amen. So people, they'll be impressed at how impressive or your resume or how good you are at something. 
to help people really relate through weaknesses. That's exactly right. You know, I learned a long time ago that when I'm preaching, uh, first and foremost, I'm preaching to myself, right? Yep. Oh, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. If, if, if you don't feel passionate about something, don't get up and preach it. Amen. It's not, it's not going to come out the way it should. Amen. Yeah. John Wesley said, light yourself on fire with passion and people will come for many miles to watch you burn. So you better be passionate, be passionate about the right things because that's going to be attractive to people. Yeah. Amen. And that's clear with you. Tell us a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, your call to ministry. Uh, how did you know that? And, and tell us a little bit about that. Uh, that's always interesting. That's a, that's a fantastic question. So my call to ministry came when I was in high school. And to make a, a long story short, there are three things that were important to me. Uh, so one, the most important was football. I had a really good football career and, uh-huh. and was on track to get to recruit, recruited to play Division Three football. Uh, the second thing was is I had a girlfriend. And uh, we also, that's part tied in the third thing is we went to the same youth group. And so mm-hmm. we had a lot of similar friends and I had a really good social standing. So my sophomore year, things were looking up football's going well i have i have a girlfriend and things within the church and youth group are going well well junior in high school god strips all those things away while i'm still the star player on the football team it's not fun when you're the star running back and you don't have an offensive line and you're exactly. getting clobbered That's all right. the time so i was just getting physically pummeled and beaten up and then the girlfriend broke up with me which caused a strain within uh, our youth group and i just felt like Football friends, church friends, girlfriend, all these people and abandoned me. So between my junior year of high school and my senior year of high school, uh, my parents shipped me off to my grandparents. So I grew up in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And for the summer, I, was, I stayed in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And I can remember just screaming in my pillow, yelling at God, mm-hmm. like, God, what are you doing? Like I had my, I had my plans. Mm-hmm. My plan was to get a football scholarship, uh, was to do something with finances, like a financial planner, mm-hmm. maybe even an attorney or something along those lines. Uh, uh, get married, start a family, be involved in a local church, mm-hmm. but maybe not be like a pastor because my dad was a pastor and that was the last thing I wanted because I knew what sure. all the difficulties and struggles that came you know, with being a, a pastor. So anyway, to move things forward, um, senior high school, things didn't really get better on the football field. And I just lost my passion to play football at the next level. And I basically surrendered. So, okay, God, whatever you want, I think you're calling me this direction. Mm-hmm. I'm 110% all in. And if you want me to be a pastor, I'm tired of fighting it. You're spitting me out like Jonah on the shore. (laughs) I will go that direction. And so ever since then, I went to Lancashire Bible College. And here we are 15, 16 years, nine years as a pastor, working six years, going to my seventh year now as a lead pastor. So God's God's been good. You know, it's really amazing uh, just how much everything changes when you come to that place where you know that you know that you know that he's called you and you just throw in the towel and say whatever right mm-hmm. yeah that's so cool so uh how did you get uh dropped down into noble county and kendallville i mean of all places from pennsylvania so that is one of the top questions i get from people i get it all the time you know why kendallville why why noble county what, what are you doing here once again, totally and completely God. It's a God thing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, after graduating from Lancaster Bible College, mm-hmm. um, I was looking at three different options for my life. All of them had viability. Mm-hmm. And so one was go to seminary full time. The other was to work 
full-time and go to seminary part-time. And then the third is I had a youth pastor position that got opened up here mm-hmm. in Noble County. And so that was actually number three on the list uh-huh. was the youth pastor position in Noble County. Uh-huh. But I went through this process of, okay, these are three doors. God, which one are you opening? Which one are you shutting? And scripture is really clear in our heart. We plan our course, but the Lord determines our steps. Amen. God made it super clear super evident. This is where he wanted me. And so uh, coming to Noble County, I fell in love with the area, I fell in love with a gal who graduated from the area, uh, from uh, East Noble High School in, in 2002. And so this is home. Mm-hmm. And so you fight for your home, right? Yeah, this is do. home. You fight for your home. I love the people and um, I love to see what God's doing in our area. Yeah. So, you know, Noble County, Kendallville, very rural Midwestern community and a lot of history uh, here like you had where you came from. I mean, uh, we put down our roots and we uh, we set up traditions and we kind of have our own kind of way that we do things. Was that a, a, a challenge for you at all when you came into our community uh, that difference maybe uh i I hate to use the term culture shock but sometimes there is was any of that something that you had to deal with and and how uh did you go about that uh, definitely some culture shock. You know, I had to learn what a pork burger is. <laughs> right. I learned that everyone drinks Mountain Dew. There, there is no <laughs> other pop beverage, you know. And uh, if you want to do something, you go to Fort Wayne, you know. Like that's – so there are certain things that just learning the lay of the mm-hmm. land mm-hmm. Uh, was was dif- different. I think the thing for me is – more of the culture shock or more of the difficult didn't have to do with the culture. You know, I'm, I'm an American. And so there's a lot right. of crossover, right? Mm-hmm. The big thing is, is that for me, the guy that I was engaged to, uh, we had a failed engagement. So I move out here, uh, to do ministry, to start a family. And then a month and a half before being getting married, you got cold feet and said, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Right. And so here I am, Noble County, single, alone, closest family members f- four hours away. And so that's kind of what endeared me to Noble County is, is I did my best to get to know people, to build relationships. And I was embraced by a lot of different people that would just take me out to eat or just show me various things and just even just hang out and talk. Mm, and so great. it was, it was the people mm-hmm. that really made the difference. And so that was, that, that was just a huge gaping hole in my life where I was alone. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. So I did my best to invest in people and they reciprocated it wholeheartedly. Well, that just kind of made the whole process of being where you're at now a whole lot easier, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have, you have a great group of people and some of them I know from, I mean, I've been around here for a long time. I was away from town for quite a while, but, but came back and became a part of this ministry and reconnected with people. And I reconnected with a lot of those uh, when I visited Legacy and, and was in there uh, for worship and, and some things like that. So it, that's, the, that's the endearing part of this community. There are people who care and uh, they don't just say it. They mean it and they show actions of it. Uh, so uh, you came into all of this, uh, planning a church and being new into town and all of a sudden out of nowhere, this this bug comes along called COVID, and it just does a smackdown on everybody, and in particular churches. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what uh, what that was like for you and for your congregation, and and maybe how you navigated that? So COVID was difficult for me 
primarily because I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. So I come from Italian background. And so, you know, the handshakes, the high fives, the hugs, mm-hmm. the kisses on the cheek, that's what we do. So I'm mm-hmm. used to that. So just not being able to do that on a regular basis or just having to be more cognizant of it was just entirely hard and difficult for me. Mm-hmm. So one thing I did is I got, I had my CDL. I was a bus driver for a couple of years just so I could be around kids and people. Mm-hmm. But as far as, a, as ministry is concerned, um, there was some some good and some bad to it. Uh, the good is, is that they say that crisis is an accelerator. Mm-hmm. So if your organization's heading a, a certain direction and crisis hits, it just moves it that, that much quicker. Right. So for us, it forced us to do some things, some technology type of things, uh, maybe some things in how we teach classes that um, we had to be able to do that online or we had to be able to relate to people that way. Mm-hmm. It just moved that along quicker, which is a, that was a really good thing. The bad thing is, is you just kind of felt stuck right. organizationally because it was like, okay, who's really on board or not? Mm-hmm. You know, if 40% of your church is online and 60% is in person, it's hard to move people online right. to move the direction the organization or the church is heading. Mm-hmm. So that was really hard. That was really difficult. What we did in 2020, um, we just called it the three-point challenge. We encouraged people when they start onboarding to do to do those th- three things. The one was to join a group. Don't don't be isolated. Right. right? Solitude is great. Mm-hmm. You can refresh. Isolation is a tool of the devil, actually. Exactly. Okay. So join a group. Number two is serve somewhere. Give back. Mm-hmm. And then number three is is to be committed to tithing, giving back from mm-hmm. what, what God has given you. Those those are the three. Key. We we kind of encourage people as they're away do that to the best of your ability even Mm -hmm. as online you can still do that sure and then when you come back to do those things and so in 2020 there's a lot of things that helped our church because we did that three-point challenge and our people bought into it Mm -hmm. i believe because of that that's what happened with the merger at harvest community church Mm -hmm. god was preparing for us to merge with another congregation that was looking uh for a hope Mm -hmm. was looking for a future and because we had raised necessary funds and because our people were tied in and bought into the mission, God opened up that venue for us. I don't think that would have happened if we didn't walk out in faith first and oh, encourage yeah. people to, to commitment mm-hmm. because we did that then things open up. And so we're super thankful because of our church's commitment. Those are biblical things, right? Mm-hmm. Being Amen. in community, serving, mm-hmm. tithing. These are biblical concepts because our church was tied to, to these biblical principles God opened up the door for this next chapter of Legacy Church. So I'm super thankful to our church for, for doing what God commanded us to do Amen. And, and buying into that. So uh, that uh, COVID chapter, I think, maybe is closed. I just noticed the other day that they finally lifted the emergency. There's no more COVID emergency. Uh, so uh, having gone through that, and uh, it looks like you've, you've turned the page into a new chapter. Uh, what, is that, uh, what does that mean for legacy and, and moving forward? Kind of what's on the radar uh, that you believe you've been positioned for now? So you want all my secrets there, Ben, that's what you're saying. <laughs> you want I'm all the church secrets before we go public. I, I, see what I see what you're doing. This, I, I, I know how this game You got me played. figured out. I got you figured out. <laughs> so, so fess up, brother. Yeah. So 
I, yeah, I'm more than happy to share just our church's history in general. Um, so we spent a lot of time renovating a building mm-hmm. and talking with the people of Harvest Community Church because most of them stayed and we did a good mm-hmm. job of incorporating them and they're not Harvest Community and they're, leg- they're, they're legacy now, which is awesome. incredible, right? And so that was a long process. That was an arduous process. And so for the last year, a lot of it's just been kind of breathing mm-hmm. and figuring, okay, this is new for everybody. New faces and new building and just new. And so we're just in this evaluative process of saying, okay, God, what, what's next for Legacy Church? Mm-hmm. What's this next kingdom push that you'd have for us? So we as elders are praying through that right now. Um, we're talking about what are needs in the community. We want to be need focused. Okay, these are specific needs that mm-hmm. are happening within our community. What can we do to meet those needs, mm-hmm. whether it's programs, whether it's events, mm-hmm. whether it's staff, whatever that is, what are the needs and how can we meet those? So our one phrase that everyone in our church knows, and this is our goal, some of it's aspirational, some of it we're, we're doing, mm-hmm. is we want to be a church in and for the community. Amen. We're in the community, and we're for the community. And so if Legacy Church was to vanish in thin air, the rapture would occur, mm-hmm. we want people to be like, well, where's the church? Like exactly. we, we miss the people. We miss what they're doing. We, mm-hmm. how, what are some of those type of things right. and structures that we're doing? So one thing that we did well this year is we're just partnering with different non-for-profits in our, in our town. So Inspiration Ministries is one of those. Mm-hmm. We love what you're doing. Let's come hand in hand and side by side to do some things together. And, 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 and hopefully from that partnership will come obvious needs that our church can continue to, to further for the kingdom. Amen. So we're just in this evaluative process. It's been a year since we moved in that building. Sure. We don't want to just rush to the next oh, thing. Amen. So we're looking hopefully sometime in the fall unveiling some of those things that God is calling us to do and to mm-hmm. be, and then pushing, pushing that forward. So Amen. right now it's, pray, evaluate, Hmm. what are the needs, then we can move forward. You bet. You know, I know that uh, from my perspective with inspiration, um, you were slow about that. You took your time and you wanted to see what the lay of the land was and and allow God to to open that up and give you a vision for it as well. And and it it sure appears that that's happened. Uh, You guys are involved with the ministry now. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your involvement with inspiration and kind of some of the things that uh, you and your congregation are doing? Uh, currently? Sure. So one thing um, that, that we love, we love that uh, Inspiration Ministries kind of, in a sense, took over the Celebrate Recovery program. Mm-hmm. And now it is uh, multi-churches, anyone that can come be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good thing because you breathe life into that. There are a few different Celebrate Recovery programs. I think we're meeting the, the people and the needs right. where they're at. But now you just kind of take it to another level. And so uh, that meets weekly on Tuesday evenings. And so we're part of the group that feeds a meal once a quarter. Mm-hmm. And then we'll share, whether through a teaching or a testimony time. And so we love that. That's something that our people love, being able to provide a meal, something that, you know, I I enjoy if I'm called upon to share or something mm-hmm. along those, those lines. Um, and so we appreciate that. Um, we're also... When you have specific needs, like this last January, you're asking for some various things, detergent, dish soap. You know, we, we try to do that to the best of our abilities. Mm-hmm. These are some tangible physical needs, and it gives us joy to be able to give. Is more blessed to give than to receive. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that. So we so we do those things. But it's also good. We try to have you guys over to our church a couple times a year, yeah. right? And so it's great that you're able to...
able to lead in worship, share about the ministry. Um, we love having some of the guys from the rack and inspiration mm-hmm. ministry be, ministries be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And just it's it's just good for our church family to say, hey, there's a there's a wide spectrum of people here, and we want all people to feel like Legacy Church can be a place where they can grow and mature in their faith. And so we, we love partnering in those ways. And one thing that you're trying to do that will be successful, you have various classes, and eventually I'll, I'll jump in and, and, and hop in and We're teach some of those on classes. It, brother. I know you've been, <laughs> you've been twisting my arm. Yeah. That, that will happen there, Banner. But uh, um, that's one thing I do. They have all these different programs, all these different classes. And so right now, April, May is literally the busiest time mm-hmm. in, our, in our church. These are the two, two two biggest months. So in the future, I'd love to sit down and do a semester. Just be a part of that because I think that will be good, not only for the men that call Inspiration Homes, but open it up to people in the community and just teaching them um, good basic truths about the Bible that will change mm-hmm. their life. Amen. You know, uh, and and you mentioned it, it's opening it up to the community. It's a it's a way to raise the entire community. Uh, yeah, we're Inspiration is a recovery ministry, but our focus is, it, it is on the men who are coming into our program and eventually women. Uh, we do have women in some other counties, uh, women's programs, but uh, to uh, bring other people in in the community and help them to understand that uh, they're really not that different from the people that they may think that they are different from, you know, because we're all broken people. And, uh, and I know that that's your heart as well. And, uh, which is why I believe there's going to be some guys that probably end up making a legacy, their home at some point as we continue down this road. Uh, so, um, one of the one of the things I'd like to I think our listeners would be interested to hear from you is, uh, legacy is a church. Um, I mean, you have people coming in all the time, uh, probably, and you're like any other church. Uh, the people who are called, you'd like to have them come and be a part of that family. So tell us a little bit about uh, what what you're doing, what you have to offer, some things about the church that people might want to know if maybe they're, you know, they're thinking, you know, we're, we're brand new to this. We just maybe got born again somewhere over here and, you know, like I did in my bedroom, you know, way back a long time ago, and they don't know what to do. So maybe share a little bit about that that's a great question so legacy is a group of imperfect people following a perfect god real Hmm. simple and the one thing i love about uh, legacy church is is we have people all across the spectrum so we're a multi-generational church in addition to that we're very diverse uh socioeconomically so everything from blue collar to white collar to you name it we're all sitting together mm-hmm. and that I like that blend and I like that mix our people enjoy that as well um, we definitely have a heart for younger families and so we we as a church have been kind of celebrating a bunch of births you mm-hmm. know and almost oh, have cool. like a tally you know yeah. so we've had six births in the last 12 weeks you know like hey we're going to set an all time record but mm-hmm. um, we we love we love children Jesus loves children and so some of the things that we try to do is is we want to make sure that church is understandable and makes sense for all mm-hmm. people and so when you have a wide range ages, socioeconomic, um, lots of families, you want to do whatever it takes to make Jesus make sense to people. So we work really hard at doing that Mm -hmm. and doing at least that that to the best of our ability. So we're not a, I call it churchy church. Mm -hmm. We want you to come as you are. We have a fun saying, clothing is not optional, but what you decide to wear is. (laughs) In other words, please come with clothes on. If you come without clothes, we'll have a conversation. We can have a conversation with you. But just make sure you wear clothes because what we're really about is, is, 
is is meeting people where they are and Amen. moving them to where God wants them to be. So that's the the heart of Legacy Church, and uh, we meet Sunday, ten a.m. one o. 1011 Town Street here in Kendallville. Mm-hmm. Down by the high school. Right by the high school and the tennis courts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have overflow parking, the tennis courts, and people uh, can park uh, right where the, the buses pick up and drop off. The high school mm-hmm. bus picks off, mm-hmm. uh, drops and picks off. But a lot of other things that we do is, so we don't want this to be just a service. You come on Sunday, you listen to a great message, you learn something. We really want to get to know you. And so what we tell people is the two best ways to do that. If you want church to feel like a church home, there's two things that are our, our big push. You've got to be in a group and we have life groups. They meet mm-hmm. Sunday. We have groups Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday evening. And then the second thing is you got to f- serve. You have to give back, see that God can use you. We have mm-hmm. all these different areas to serve. So one fun thing our church does on a, a quarterly basis, we call it lunch with the leadership. Mm-hmm. So after you've been coming to our church for a while, uh, you sign up. And then after church, you come to my wife and I's home mm-hmm. and we have a meal together. And then we just basically share our heart. We also share, this is how you can make Legacy Church your church home. Mm-hmm. You got to be in a group and you got to be serving. We kind of lay that out for people, give people an opportunity to kind of jump in to sign up some of those type of things and so people really appreciate that so this sunday we have seven families coming over next sunday i think about four or five families coming over which is fun it's just a fun time right Mm -hmm. we're hanging out we're laughing we're getting to know each other but then also say okay you're at least enough interested about legacy church that you want to know a little bit more about how you can really be part of this family right and church is it's a family Mm -hmm. so if you want to be part of the family we'll be part of the family don't just come on a sunday be involved in a group and find a place to serve. How can we help you do that? Amen. So those are our two big things. We have a, we have a bunch of other things sure. as well within our kids ministry. We've got, you know, that's been fantastic. A bunch of really cool things with the kids ministry. We have some deeper classes. I call it, we call it dudes, dudettes and doctrine, Oh yeah, which is really fun. So like yeah. this Monday at our church at 6 30 PM, we're going through the doctrine of theology proper, which is God, mm-hmm. the father. In other words, if, if you couldn't use your Bible, um, just to, to prove that God exists, well, how would you do that? Right. That's one thing that we're answering or explain the Trinity. That's a hard, that's a real that's a, hard one. Yeah. Tr- uh, triune God, yeah. a three in one God, right? Three persons. <laughs> that'll, that'll cause your mind to go, whoa. <laughs> but it's important. This, it this is, important. is important to the faith, right? Yeah, it is. So our big thing is we want to meet people where they are, move them to where God mm-hmm. wants them to be. Sure. We do that in a very uh, casual environment where people can experience God. Um, then we try to move people in those two directions, mm-hmm. be part of a group and to serve. And we've got a lot of other fun things along the way. So that's kind of our basic encouragement sure. as a whole. Yeah, but what, what I'm hearing, bottom line is uh, you have open hearts and you have an open door. And that's what people want to hear, that somebody really cares and, and is willing to come down to where they're at, meet them where they're at, and be there for them. Uh, so if someone is interested in uh, learning more about Legacy, I mean, they can attend, and you gave the times for that. But what if they just wanted to contact someone, maybe you? What, what would be their way, phone number, or, or email address, or website information that they might want? Sure, yes. Yeah. So you can go online. Our, our website is legacy church org, So we have our sermons there and it's just basic information. Um, you can also email the church info at legacy church.org as well. That's just uh, and we'll get back with you mm-hmm. uh, real quickly. Our church phone number 260-349-5810. And that's important to remember for me, you know, I have all these different phone numbers, sure. so I'm glad I got that one right on the air there, <laughs> that banner. But uh, yeah, email is probably the easiest way. Our website, 
we have a phone. You can call, leave a message, or even even text, and uh, we'd love to just c- connect with you. And I'm also pretty. Um, I try to answer Facebook. Facebook's a big one. Sure. Daniel Cosentino, you're welcome mm-hmm. to Facebook me or ask questions, or you can Facebook Legacy Church Kendallville or sure. church or church Facebook page and. Love to get in touch with you. Love to talk. Love to pray. Just mm-hmm. get to know you and sure. find out, you know, what are areas in which we can be a blessing to you. And mm-hmm. I found that out. A lot, of th- a lot of times things happen in seasons. Sometimes people, it's a healing season. Mm-hmm. How can, what, what can we do to provide healing for you in this season? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's a, it's a commissioning or launching season. How do we? So you just want to make sure that we do that to the best of our ability. And, and I'm just looking forward to walking that journey, if God so calls it, in, 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 your, in your life. Amen. And thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we're going to include on our Facebook page all of that contact information along with the podcast when it goes live. And uh, uh, folks, if you're listening, feel free. If, uh, if the Lord so leads you, give them a call. Check them out. Uh, go to a service. Uh, I can tell you one thing. They will welcome you with open arms. So thanks again, Pastor Dan. Uh, we will see you again. We'll do this again at some point in the future. Uh, Pastor Dan Cosentino from Legacy Church. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Inspiration Noble County. Inspiration is a ministry dedicated to helping the least, the last, and the lost, specializing in recovery, treatment, and housing, and focused on building up the entire community, one life at a time. You can learn more at inspirationministries.com. Please like us on Facebook at The 112. That's the words The 112, spelled out with no spaces. Join us next time for another episode of Inspiration Noble County. Meantime, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face shine upon you.